Yeah. So that was really super important to me because growing up, we're taught that the only thing we can create is a good resume. And I tried so hard on creating a perfect resume. I got an MBA. My first job was at the Pentagon. So you like, and after that, after I left the Pentagon, I was living out of my car for almost uh, six months. So here I had an MBA. I had a great resume. I spoke multiple languages, yet all my money was going towards debt. So I I learned how to make debt and not wealth in school. So here's the big question. Have you ever been so financially frustrated from years of poor financial decisions only to wonder, why didn't they teach me in school anything about how to manage money? I've spent the last 20 years learning the secrets to how money really works and how to use it to get financially free on a goal to retire early. I've realized how much of an impact we could have on the world by teaching financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and a successful mindset. Join me as I interview some of the world's most successful business owners, coaches, and parents to get them to share their secrets on how you can not only learn, but teach these lessons to your kids to become financially free and impact your children's financial trajectory so they can avoid the frustration and go on to do great things. I'm Cody Laughlin, and this is the Money Talkers Podcast. All right, welcome to Money Talkers. This is Cody Laughlin. I can't wait to talk to our guest today. Um, I have a a very unique entrepreneur with me. Her name is Carla White. Um, Carla has some very big highlights on her resume. So um, she recently was named uh, one of the top 20 podcasters by Entrepreneur. Uh, She has Radical Shift podcast, which actually got all the way to ranking number one, if I remember correctly. And uh, she was the first woman to launch an iPhone app. She's been a TEDx speaker, best-selling author, um, and also uh, a business partner with her son, and so uh, who happens to be eight years old, which is one of the coolest things ever. And so I just want to say welcome to the show, uh, Carla. Oh, thank you for having me. This is super cool. I love this. This is so much fun. I um, I definitely looking forward to jumping right in with you. Um, so I got to know, I know of all this like massively cool stuff to me, I want to know about the business that you opened up with your son. Can you kind of yeah. run us through like how you got started? Like what sparked the idea and It's crazy because we were getting close to summer vacation last spring and like a mom, I didn't have anything really lined up for the summer. I was, we were sitting there going, well, what are we going to do besides like one camp that I had him signed up for? And thinking back to when I grew up on a farm, I was helping out on the farm all summer long and helping out on the farm helped me not only learn good worth ethics, but business ethics. I learned different business protocols and ideas and so much about business just by helping out my dad and uh, family members on the farm. But uh, we don't own a farm. So I thought, well, how can we get you exposed to more business? 
And he thought, well, why don't I just go visit them? Why don't I just go to the businesses? And I thought, yeah, that's a great idea. Why don't you? And then we thought, well, why don't you bring some friends and make it like a challenge? And so then we thought, well, why don't we make it a group? Like we'll have passports and we'll go around to different businesses we'll, because you travel during the summer. So it'll be like we're traveling to these different businesses and we'll get a behind the scenes look and how they run. Plus get exposure to being an entrepreneur. And uh, so we came up with this idea and put a website together in like, I don't know, probably 40 minutes. It was pretty quick and sloppy. And we reached out to every friend that I knew that ran a business and asked if they would let 40, 50 kids come backstage and see how it was run. And they were so awesome. They were, yes, because the kids had to be accompanied by adults. We, this wasn't a, a drop off your kid and run sort of thing. <laughs> you had to stay with your kid. And that way we were bringing more foot traffic into these local businesses as well. So they had a win and yeah. we had a win and uh, it was so much fun. It, I think the best part of it was um, my son, has problems with reading. So he has vision problems and he sees faces between letters where there are none. So he, he has a hard time grouping letters together and reading. And of course, this is like been a blow at his self-confidence. And although he's super smart, he doesn't believe he is simply because of a vision problem. And he's really good at talking. So this with business and getting people fired up about going on this little uh, um, scavenger hunt was all about talking, which he does naturally. And so it really accentuated his natural abilities and built up his confidence so much in those few months. Also, he bragged about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so how, did you run this as a business though? Is that what, did you guys... Yeah, charged, yeah. Charged for the tickets and the yes. House. Tell me about yeah. that. I want to know the nuts and bolts on that part. Like that so, um, <laughs> it came. I, I, the price per workshop came out to something like less than three dollars per workshop, or a buck per workshop, because we had a workshop pretty much every day. So you could go to as many or as little as you wanted. And they were at cupcake shops, boutiques, banks. Um, we got to go inside vaults and banks. I mean, it was, so, I think the parents had more fun than the kids <laughs> because they were just like, oh my gosh, this is so, so I think I have to make a parent version. But um, um, yeah, so we charged per member. And then if you signed up too, you got a discount on the second. Uh, and, you know, of course, we were really lax on the rules. We were like, yeah, you can bring a friend, whatever. We're not going to be really tough. But we gave them each gift. So they each got a passport. And at each location, they had to get a special stamp and uh, get a signature. And whoever had the most stamps at the end of the, the summer got a prize. And, um, and then the businesses were giving out prizes too, just for coming in, they would give out like the cupcake shop gave them four cupcakes each. And uh, this leather shop, they imported leather from Italy, they were giving away uh, little leather keychains and gave away a really nice belt to one of the, the girls. And I mean, it was the, the business owners went over the top. Oh, I love that because that, that, that um, really speaks to the way when I had a personal mindset shift about abundance, right? Like, and so that talks about like, like 
here you are wanting to teach your son about business. And then you found a way for him to make money making a business while mm. learning about businesses. Yeah, like, I know. That, it's that like just a creation the of all, Yeah, that's just a, <laughs> such, a, such a wonderful creation of something that wasn't there before. Yeah. And people are like, oh, you know, everything's been done. You know, you ever heard that crazy nonsense? Yes. You know, it's like, yeah. no, like, and then, and not only that, it's like, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if it was profitable. He made some money, which is a pretty awesome thing we can hop into, but like, mm-hmm. Just like the idea that you planted in his head, like if you want something, you can go out and create it. Yeah. So that was really super important to me because growing up, we're taught that the only thing we can create is a good resume. And I tried so hard on creating a perfect resume. I got an MBA. My first job was at the Pentagon. So you like, and after that, after I left the Pentagon, I was living out of my car for almost uh, six months. So here I had an MBA. I had a great resume. I spoke multiple languages yet. All my money was going towards debt. So I would, I learned how to make debt and not wealth in school. And so it was really important to me to one, not only help my son realize that he has gifts and to accentuate those gifts because he is a talker. Um, he would get reprimanded for that in school. Yeah. Right. And we're told not to talk in school and, you know, and he loved helping people out. He loved having fun with them and then he'd be reprimanded for it. And he was being taught that talking is a bad thing. Whereas actually, gosh, that's a moneymaker. If you know how to talk, that's a moneymaker. So I've had so many people that have had been successful and I asked like, what was the best job you ever had? They're like door to door sales. Yeah. Like, I'm like, really? Like, yeah, you have to talk to people. And I'm like, yeah. oh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. You know, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So did you, um, when you, what, what was his, uh, what was his reaction to it all? Well, okay. So <laughs> he was a little confused at first, but I was like, <laughs> we're going to make this into a business. And he didn't understand the whole dynamics of it, but yeah. we put it out there and I posted it in a couple of local entrepreneur groups or business groups that are uh, for my local city and asked some businesses if they would join. And um, some newspapers got a hold of this, like, what's going on here? What's the story here? And so they were super pumped about it. And so they met him at a cafe and he had his photos taken and they interviewed him. And um, I think that was really good because it was right after school and he was had it so drilled in his head that talking was bad. Yeah. We had to reverse that really quickly. Like it was really important for me to see, no, talking is good. And so he struggled through those initial interviews, but he was being interviewed all summer long. And by the time the end of it, he was really doing, like he was leading people. He was like, we would show up at a location and he'd give them a lowdown on how it would all work and you know, what to expect. And I mean, his, yeah, his leadership skills went through the roof because of you that. must have been just beaming. Like, that's yeah, because so cool. you can't buy that, right? No, you can't no. buy that. No, I, you know what? I think you ought to package this thing up and get it out because you could do it in small towns around the country. You could mm-hmm. do stuff. like that is so cool. And you know what? And here's the other part is that like you, you're, you wanted to teach your son about business and you ended up teaching probably 50 kids about business. And then they're going to get experience and exposure to things like they don't, they don't see behind the scenes. And I was, I was a commercial banker for a little while. So like, you don't really realize you walk in 
and you're like, oh, well, I'll take the cupcake and I'll leave. And that's $2 or whatever it is. Like, yeah. you don't realize there's people, like 12 people in the back to make that cupcake work for you. And like, Yeah. I mean, know, they were blown away. They were like, okay, the first employee comes at 1.30 in the morning, you yeah. know, and my son still talks about it. Like we, and here's the other cool thing is they were brought together with kids that they would not normally would have met otherwise. And that was so cool. It was such a unique combination of individuals that normally he's around friends that he's known his whole life. And now yeah. uh, these other individuals, it was just so much fun. And the parents got to know each other and really enjoy. I mean, it was really something else. Oh, that is so cool. I just love that idea that, yeah. you know, um, because that's one of the things with Money Talkers that I've brought is that I'm really trying to bring a program to help facilitate talks between parents and their kids about money. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of a tongue in cheek money talkers, but I've met so many people and I said, well, you know, what did you want to, you know, what did, what, you, what did you learn about money in school? And they say, no. I'm like, well, did your parents talk to you about money? And they're like, Oh no. Right? Have subject. Right. Like we didn't right. talk about money and we should yeah. be right. Or if it was spoken about, it was like through anger. Yeah. upset you're not making enough money or we don't have yeah. enough money. or i can't afford that mm -hmm. you know we mm -hmm. can't afford that you know and it's like no well let's take that subject and say well we can't afford that and say well how do we afford that yes right yeah how, right and and start working on that like those little shifts and they can have such massive impacts and um i just think that's so cool that you spent that time with them and did that and and you really probably changed his emotional and financial trajectory and, mm -hmm. and, and taking that initiative to just talk to them. Yeah. So, you know, we put him into a lot of different trainings. Like he goes to Taekwondo, he's studying guitar, he's doing all this stuff. If we invested that much in his knowledge about creating money, about using his skills and talents to create, just create it, right? Don't have to sell your resume, although that is good route for a lot of people. But for somebody who has trouble reading, I'm not sure if that's going to be his answer. He has too much charisma. He has too much energy. He's definitely, you know, one of those people that they probably would have wanted to put a pill in if <laughs> they uh, had their choice, some people. Um, yeah. But, you know, you, you bottle up that energy or you shut it off. It's hard to put it back on again. And it is. And you know what? It's... um. One of the things like I, I, I always want to encourage is that if, if your child brings you an idea, it's not your job to tell them whether it's a good idea or a bad idea. And mm -hmm. I'm talking, you know, I, and I, they're, I'm not talking about extreme cases. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, should we pour Drano in the pool? Like, not that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> you know, but I mean, like, you know, if your child comes in and they're like, hey, I want, like, my daughter right now is talking about being a dog walker right? Yeah. And she's eight. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, all right, they're probably going to drag you around the neighborhood. Parents are probably going to want to give you keys to their house. But like, I'm like, I don't, you don't want to do that. Like you've got to, you got to uh, suppress that in yourself because you're putting limiting beliefs on your kid. Exactly. So my first, er, my son's first business was actually picking up poop. So he had to pick it up at our house and then the neighbors and, uh, and he did a discount. If uh, <laughs> the neighbor's dog pooped on your lawn, he'd pick it up for free. 
<laughs> just let him know and that put in goodwill and whatnot. And so, um, yeah, yeah, that was his yeah, first business. Yeah, a market. <laughs> and he, you could get him on a continuity plan. It was there you go. <laughs> <laughs> recurring revenues. He's got passive. Yeah. That's almost and then a different had, on passive income, right? <laughs> right. And his bump was ethically uh, getting rid of the, the, the poop. Uh, so rather than just throwing it in your garbage, he would uh, dispose of it correctly. So, <laughs> yeah. You're like, we'll even plant a tree in your name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty fun, except where mom and dad were picking up more poop than him. <laughs> uh, that's it. But, that's, that's, uh, but you don't say no, you know, you let them, you let them explore and you let them do those things. And so, um, yeah. well, listen, I, uh, I, I, I want to stop us there because this is going to be a two-part episode. Um, I have got some, I, we have a, a, a massively interesting um, topic to talk about next, mm. and I want to make sure that we have the time to do it. Um, we are going to get into uh, Carla's, one of her main specialties, which is, um, which is in neuroscience, right? And I want to okay. talk about how your app, uh, as the first woman to launch an app uh, on Apple, and it's also been one of the, you know, it, it's been all featured everywhere. I mean, Oprah and... Yeah. Um, and uh, NBC, New York Times, all this stuff. So I want to talk with you about like how that app has been kind of centered around gratitude and uh, and neuroscience and how we can relate that back into uh, our parenting and like what we can do to kind of ho- talk to our kids about those things. So fantastic, awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cut us off here, but uh, if this is the episode of this too, Carla, where, where's the um where's the best place to find more Carla White right now? You just go to CarlaWhite.org, and that's Carla with the C. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, guys, go check it out and listen up for uh, episode number two. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. Please come join the Money Talkers community. Simply open up Facebook and search for Money Talkers for parents who want successful children. Or if you're on Instagram, come follow us for weekly updates and quick successful mindset posts that impact Our handle is at the money talkers. And remember, if you know somebody else out there that could benefit from this podcast, please, please make sure you share it. So we can have the biggest impact and change our young people's financial future. Let them know 